Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Oh my God. So don't come for me. I have like 52,000 emails because I never have deleted emails that come in like from everything you've ever bought. Like every day you could get 200 emails from just stuff you've ordered online. It is so fucked. So I also have 10 million pictures. Like I just, I'll take six pictures and then not delete them. They're just in there and who cares? Well, here's why I care. First of all, your memory will be used up on a phone. It'll just crap out one day. Second of all, I get anxiety when I look down at all these different emails and I wanted a clean slate. So I got a new phone. The problem was the minute, every time I get a new phone, I think I want like a new life and a new clean slate. And then my assistant would be like, you can't because what about your the cloud and your email and your text and whatever. And then you download everything you had on the phone before. And then the new phone becomes a shit box of 52,000, whatever. And I was like, how does everybody live? Like, where is everything? Like this cloud, get the cloud and down. It's like, I just like the old days when you developed pictures and you just had what you had. You didn't have five million pictures of Biggie, my dog, in one spot. And Paul is militant and diligent about deleting. He'll delete. He cleans his email. When he says I'm cleaning out my email box, it means like he doesn't have like cluttery emails. So here's what I did. I got a new phone. First, we got, I got a new phone with a new phone number. And that was crazy because that was like, and then my assistant was like, well, no, we're going to download all your accountants on the new uh, uh, contacts on the new phone. I'm like, no, because I don't want Musa Siamak, my accountant from South Beverly Drive from 25 years ago on my phone, respectfully to his company, account teams. Like, there, I haven't cleaned my contacts either. My contacts are filthy. 
Not my eye contacts, but my phone contacts are filthy. That, I, it's just like all of it's a fucking disaster mess. I did it wrong. It's like you go up to the salad bar and you get salad and you put chickpeas on, you put onions, you put this, you put that, and you fuck up your salad and it's gross. And that's my phone. So I was like, no, I want a new phone. So then I had a new phone number. And I then felt like really nude. Like I didn't know what to do. So I made that phone a bat phone. And we had a phone in my house that was just like a brand new phone that we were going to use for content. I'm like, all right, take my phone number from the other phone and put it on this new phone. But we're not downloading contacts. I'm going to input contacts as I need them for what I'm doing. And I'm going to try to be diligent about it. Like, oh my God, I put my daughter's name in twice and I was panicked because I have so many people on the other phone that are there twice and I never took the time to correct it. So then I my emails are only on the other phone that literally has a label on it says shit phone because it's like it's we've dumped everything I've ever owned on the shit phone. So it says on the back shit phone like on a label so I can go over to it almost like a computer because I don't have a computer because I don't want to shit up a computer too now. I just want everything to be clean. So I'm going over there and I'm going to just use that as like my computer for emails and we'll respond to them, but I'm not bringing any of this garbage onto my new phone. So I feel like I have a new identity. I'm a new person. I pushed back with everyone because I knew that this time would be challenging in between. Like I have like four different phones all over the house to get different things from and I keep running back to the old phone, but I feel happy. I feel excited. I feel like I have a new lease on life. I have a clean phone. It has like 10 contacts and no emails on it. It has an email address, so I have it there if I need it, but I'm not buying anything on this new phone. And also... I've really cut back on buying. Now, that sounds ridiculous because of all the social media stuff and the product reviewing. And I have a carve out for luggage. But I don't buy as much anymore. And I'm getting rid. I'm getting rid of like 10 shopping bags a week. And that finally means something because now I'm not buying. So the getting rid is really making a dent in my clutter-free home. And I bring that up because on my phone, I refuse to buy anything on this new perfect phone. Because if I do, I'll be signed up for everything. So I'm not even like putting the credit card for Apple Pay. Like I'm trying to stay lean and clean on my new phone. So we'll check back in about that. Uh, Thoughts and prayers during this challenging time. The submarine has been a roller coaster of emotions. First, everyone was like, what the hell? This submarine is missing. And it's not a submarine. It's a submersible. I learned that. I've learned so much. I have a wealth of education about underwater activities and pressure and miles and meters and all these things that I never knew before. And it reminded me, oddly, of when you get into relief work, you start learning about some vortex that you end up in. And women were really provoked by this. We're really, really it took us by surprise. We just were obsessed. I've been obsessed with it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, it's just, I'm invested. So I first heard about it. And my first thought was what the hell, like who the hell, why, who goes and does that, you know? And then we started to be humanizing the people, the father and his son, the explorers, the adventure seekers, this is what they do. And then hearing about a person who was supposed to be on this, submersible and opted out because of the safety aspects. And then hearing that there have been 25 missions before that went well. So they can say to customers, 25 missions went well. And I could see how somebody would do it. I mean, I know it sounds crazy because they say it was locked from the outside. You can't get 
in, but most people think it won't happen to me. And so if you're a thrill seeker and venture seeker and you know 25 people who have done it already, uh, one of the people was a producer for The Simpsons and um, and then there were all these things on TikTok where they were saying The Simpsons were right because there was, I guess, some animation about something like this. And, you know, you went through this emotional roller coaster and you were also doing all these, no pun intended, deep dives on this. So you were doing all these deep dives on this and realizing that they signed waivers that mentioned death three times. So the the next place that I went in my mind, first I went to, oh my God, who the hell would do this? Then I went to after days and them counting oxygen and hearing sounds inside. And then I went to, it's supposed to be so freezing down by the Titanic. No one was talking about how frozen solid they were. And then I went to, they're definitely dead before it was announced. And then I went to like, most of them knew what they were getting into and they do these dangerous things year round and throughout their lives. And then now where I am is like, it's millions of dollars spent. And I know what money does to help people. Like I know exactly how much it costs to to help a family that has lost their home and lost their, their life in a hurricane. So I can't even explain to you what we could do with $10 million. Because someone said $10 million, is that how much this effort costs? It sounds a lot more expensive than $10 million. They have all these major, major pieces of equipment. But let's say it's $10, $20 million. I mean, that was my entire relief effort for Puerto Rico, which I think was like 15 million pounds of aid. So, I mean, who is really paying for that? It's not, you could appear insensitive, but these guys, they went, they did this on their own. They wanted to go. Just sounds nuts. The whole thing's nuts. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pete Davidson leaving PETA a message about his dog. So he got a dog at a breeder. They trolled him for not getting a dog um, at a pound or, you know, rescuing a dog. And he said this is the only breed that he is not allergic to. Now, I know that there are some dogs that are hypoallergenic, meaning like certain terriers, certain dogs like a Lhasa, I think Shih Tzus. He got a cockapoo, I think. But there's certainly not only one. You guys got to correct me. There certainly isn't only one breed, a cockapoo, that is non-allergenic. Like, it's like I'm not only allergic to salmon. I'm allergic to salmon and flounder and a bunch of different fish. I can eat shellfish, but that's effectively a different. That's an entirely different animal. Like, it's like a cow or a chicken is different than shellfish, which is different than fish. But I'm not only allergic to, like, one type of fish. So is he... He's only not allergic to one type of breeder dog. Is that how to talk to me about that? Because I just haven't heard of that. So I'm believing him. But it was interesting that he said he had to get a dog from a breeder, which is entirely his own choice. I'm a person that rescues. I have had rescue dogs for the last, you know, for, for as long as I can remember. But it just was interesting. It just struck me as like, wait, there's only one dog that he's not allergic to and it's from this breeder. Um, but he ripped PETA. God love. I like Pete Davidson, by the way. I'd like to say that. In the past, I've I've made comments because he's been with Kim Kardashian and all these different famous people and whatever. But I like him. He seems like a, a nice, sweet, you know, guy who's ridden this wave. And I, I listen, go for yours. 
I like Pete Davidson. I just wanted to know about the dog thing. I was actually concerned. Oh, my God. I have sleep apps. And they give you a sleep score. And it's almost a disservice because, like, you wake up in the morning and if you thought you slept well, but it says you got, like, a 75. Like, I wouldn't be happy if my daughter came home with a 75 on a test. And so it fucks with your head because you may think you slept well, but then it tells you you only slept six hours and 42 minutes. And you then, the whole day, know that you had a shit sleep even though you thought you had a good sleep. So these, like, sleep apps, and we track everything that goes on in our day. It's a little obsessive. Still doing it. Still love it still love when I won something. I looked down at it and it said I got a good grade, but just keeping you apprised of that shit show too. Kids, your kids, you have to ride the line for what you disapprove of. And I want to explain this to you. So this past weekend, my daughter was at a friend's house. She slept over and it wasn't on my time. It was on her dad's time. And she was tired. And I don't remember. I think she said she went to get fresh baked bread early in the morning. And I was like, what time? She's like, we woke up, we went at five o'clock to get bread. I'm like, you set an alarm clock to get fresh bagels. And she said she pulled an all nighter, which immediately to me is like, okay, great. Now she's going to, she pulled an all nighter. She had a a, a kid's party the night before. Now she's going to be sick. And you know, like I'm doing that. Now, I don't remember if I was pulling all-nighters at 13. Maybe I was, but Paul and I were like, ooh. Like, and she did it when she was really young. One night I told her she could stay up all night, and she made it to like two or three. Like, I'm talking like she might have been like eight years old or something. But I was cringing. Like, why do you want to stay up all night? It just makes you feel like such crap. But they're kids. They're different. They just have a different constitution. And, um, and I said, wait, because like she was just telling me a story about the bagels. But, of course, I have to be ornery and be like, wait a minute, what? And like disapproving. And I wasn't there and she could do it. She could have lit the house on fire when I wasn't there. It wasn't my time. How would I know? So I kind of expressed that I disapproved, but I diverted really quickly because in the future, I can say something to the mom or any mom about all nighters, but then I don't want her to be the dork that's like wanting to go to bed early, but not early. Just like, let's see if they could probably try to get like four hours of sleep. But what parent could actually force that? But more importantly was that I didn't want to be like a nag because then I don't want her not to tell me things. And I think many people helicopter and nag their kids and then their kids are going to lie and not tell them what they're really doing. So you have to ride the line in some cases about not being too strict, not because you're scared of your kids or because you're not strict because I am strict and my kid is scared of me but because I don't want when she's not with me for her to not tell me the truth about what she's doing it's just always better to stay in contact with your kid and have there be an open forum to talk to each other like that they're gonna let you know like when it gets when they get older and when it involves other things and when it involves smoking and drugs and sex and things that really matter and relationships and boys not acting right and you know, you want to be involved. So I just think you have to ride the line and not pick every battle with your kids because if you pick every battle, they're not going to tell you anything and then you're going to really be screwed. You'll be on the outside. And like in Wall Street, when Gordon Gecko told Charlie Sheen, like, if you're not on the inside, you're on the outside. With your kids, you got to be on the inside. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 